0: Good day, everyone. You're listening to Time for Your Hobby, and this is episode 146, all about the offense and the defense. I'm your host, Alex, and today I have the honor to have Jessica as my guest on the show. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing well. How are you?
0: I am doing splendid. It's a little warm here, but still quite splendid.
1: Oh yeah, it's super warm here too. It's awful.
0: We're just, we're going to work on our sweat. Yeah, we're just, because you know, you box and I'm sure you sweat while you box, right? If you don't sweat, then then you must be really cool. I, I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My gym's actually only open outside right now. So I've been working out outside in the heat every day. So lots of sweating.
0: And a lot of drinking water as well. Staying, staying hydrated. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, so much hydrating. So yeah,
0: that's actually the to- topic we're going to be talking about today, which is boxing. But before we do that, I'm going to ask it the dreadful question everybody hates, but I ask it on every single episode, who is Jessica?
1: Oh, geez. So I'm a 27-year-old female amateur boxer. I live in New Jersey with my family, and I fight out of Old Dog Boxing Club in Flemington.
0: That's perfect. And I am a twenty year old twenty-eight year old non boxer. See okay, just <laughs> <laughs> So remind me not to piss you off and then we'll be good, right?
1: Exactly. Well everything will be fine.
0: Perfect. So before we move on to a little longer or the rest of the episode, do you have any social media links, websites, or projects you're working on that you would love to share with the listeners? It could be related to boxing and it can also be related to absolutely anything at all.
1: I guess I could do my personal Instagram account. It's a little silly my Instagram name though, so you have to promise not to make fun of me. I will not. Perfect. It's Jessica Goobs. So it's J E S S K U H G U B E S.
0: Nope. See, not gonna make fun. Everybody has weird names I and mean, mine my last name on this podcast is Alex Hobby. Some people are like, Alex, you have a podcast all about yourself. No, no. That's my fake last name. (laughs) So so that's not my real last name. But you know what? We don't make fun of anything. This is a judgment-free zone. It's just about the hobby, the person, and the bald interviewer. Perfect. So now we're going to jump right into the topic of today, which is boxing. And it's not literally Jessica making boxes. It's the the other (laughs) boxing. (laughs) So for you, how did you actually get introduced to boxing?
1: So actually... It's in my family. My dad was a Golden Gloves champion in the Navy. So I grew up seeing photos of him boxing back in the day and everything. And it got me, it like piqued my interest in it. And then when they opened a gym near my house, I was like, well, I have to go. So and as soon as I started doing it, I fell absolutely in love with it.
0: Did your dad ever train you?
1: He did not actually, which is silly. I've tried to get him to, but he comes and watches a lot and gives me pointers, but doesn't exactly like train me.
0: You know what it is? It, I feel like it's a relationship. Maybe it's like, like my dad, you're probably at the point where you're better than him and he doesn't want to admit it. He's just like trying to hide his, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, so uh, I completely understand. Maybe he's just hiding his true strength, or maybe he's just like, I don't want to lose to my daughter, or I don't want to lose to anybody. I, I finished at the top. I wanted to end there. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so do you actually remember your first fight? Not like a let's say a schoolyard fight, I mean an actual or sibling fight. I mean the uh, first boxing match. Do you remember that experience, that feeling?
1: Oh yeah, it was it was a crazy experience because the anxiety, the competitiveness, the just like general not knowing what to expect and what you're walking into. And my trainer warned me. He's like it's not going to be like sparring at the gym with like everybody your teammates. You're not going to do what you want to do because your mind's going to be racing. He's like, just listen to me from the corner. So I just have like those flash memories of like hearing him yell like uppercut hook, uppercut hook from the corner and me being like, I don't know if I (laughs) could do it. So I did in the end. I finally landed it. So it went well. It was actually the Golden Gloves was my first fight.
0: It's awesome. So like, was it more of like an out of body experience where you fully focus or like just your body went to autopilot and you were just doing what your coach was telling you?
1: Um, it was a little bit of both. Like the girl, actually, I'm friends with her now. She's a really nice girl. Um, She would like do this thing where she'd like come in on me really fast. So you have to defend yourself. So I would throw like a quick combination as she was coming in. And while I'm thinking in my head what to throw, I'm also at the same time listening to Billy in the corner yelling at me what to do and what to throw. So it was like kind of being on autopilot and kind of trying to pay attention at the same time to what I want to do.
0: And I would also imagine your first fight, you're still trying to figure out how things work and how to land punches correctly against a moving target that's punching back. And a weird question, I know you're probably more of an expert now, but how long does it usually take you to read your opponent and understand their pattern if they do have a pattern?
1: Honestly, it happens pretty quickly for me. I'm pretty lucky when it comes to that because I can tell, like, when somebody's going to be more offensive than defensive, or if they're going to want to, like, stand toe to toe or run around the ring. Like, you can tell pretty quickly what kind of fighter you're against. And she was more offensive, but that worked out well for me because I'm more offensive than defensive I'm kind of a brawler so it worked out well in the end luckily
0: has it ever happened that you had an appointment uh not an appointment an opponent (laughs) that you could not read and they were just doing some weird stuff you're like what is this what is this witchcraft
1: yes actually so my trainer Billy he is like the king of feints so like, you'll think something's coming, like a jab's coming, but then he'll throw a cross or a hook or something. And you're like, what the heck are you doing? Like, that's not what's supposed to happen next. So, and there was this girl I sparred, um, for training for the golden gloves. She came to my gym from Trenton and she was another one where like, I couldn't get a read on her right away. And she was awfully cocky and everything. So that kind of like made it a weird experience. It's like, I'm landing punches on you, but you're acting cocky and I don't know what you're doing. Like, it was a really strange experience.
0: <laughs> and actually speaking about learning from those experiences, did you ever like see a move in the middle of your fight? And you're like, oh, I would love to integrate that into my own style, my own fighting style.
1: Yeah. So Canelo actually, he does this body shot hook combination and Katie Taylor does it too. And it's just like the perfect combination for me so i've tried to like incorporate it so i'll throw like a right to the body and a left hook to the head and that's worked out well for me
0: and do these combinations have names and if so have you ever made a combination of your own and did you name it
1: they don't actually have names um like when you're doing mitts or something it's like all the punches have numbers that correlate to them so it's like three, two, one or like three, two, three or something like that. And I don't know that I've ever come up with like a combination that was just like my own.
0: The Jessica Smackdown. I don't know. Don't. don't. You're like, oh, God, Alex, that's lame. Don't. No.
1: I liked it. It's fine. Uh,
0: so for you, what would you say is the best part about boxing on a personal and an emotional level?
1: Honestly, I love the community there's not too many women. So I just want to like throw in my little speech real fast that if there's any women listening that even have a passing interest in it, you should give it a shot because the women in boxing, it's a very small, tight knit community. And like my best friend, like in real life, I met at my boxing gym. So we're all like super close. We do lunches together. Like we get together for the holidays and stuff like the community behind it, even with the guys, like it's just wonderful. Like, you're punching each other in the face, but you're still best friends.
0: That's awesome. Oh, I would imagine they're not necessarily smiling while you're getting punched in the face like yeah, yeah happiness. Boom. No, um, but I, I do like the idea. Do I That's
1: d- the funny part, though. Like when you're sparring with your friend and they land something on you and it came out perfectly, I will smile and say good job as they're punching me.
0: I feel like if you were to punch me in the face, and I'd like roll my eyes a little bit, I'm like, all right, cool, good job. Where are you? <laughs> <I'm trying> to, <laughs> yeah, I got a pretty big head, so it's an easy target. Uh, so that's <laughs> awesome. I love the idea that the community is very friendly, and it's not that, like this. I have to destroy you. You're my arch nemesis. No, not at all. Yeah, like, let's hang out after. Let's go for lunch. Let's uh, train together. And I'm sure they also, you guys, help each other. On your weaknesses or your your strong suits or whatever, like try to help you improve, right?
1: Oh, 100%. My best friend, Emily, the one I met at the gym, she watched me sparring the one day and she's like, you're telegraphing with your cross. I'm like, what am I doing? She's like, you're dropping it before you throw it. And that's like the best part of having the community because everyone's willing to help everyone. And especially if like somebody new comes into the gym and you can tell somebody's new because they have that wide eyed, like I don't know what to expect look. And like, I'll go up and help them be like, this is how you throw something. This is what you should do with your feet. This is how you stand. And it's just such a caring community.
0: Speaking about uh, improving, do you ever videotape yourself? So when you look back at it, like, okay, I need to work on that move or work on that uh, motion.
1: All too often. I'm always looking to improve. And like, I know things I have to work on. So I will videotape it because I want to see like exactly what I should be doing. Like I know I need to work on my footwork and my angles because I just want to like stand toe to toe and like slug it out basically. But I know that's I need to box. I don't need to just be strong and hit hard. I need to box properly and I need to work on my angles and getting in and out and being able to step around. So I'll videotape to like watch myself to see like what I can do to get better.
0: And this is a little opposite from training. This is more on the superstition kind of side. Would you consider yourself superstitious? I don't know. For example, like before you start a match, you would have to touch every corner of the ring or anything to just bring you luck.
1: I wouldn't say I'm superstitious. I would say I'm a little stitious. (laughs) (laughs) Michael Scott. Exactly. (laughs) So I have like certain like shirts and outfits and stuff that like, I think are lucky And the weirdest thing, and I get crap for this, every time I wash my wraps, something bad happens. So I just keep spraying them with like sanitizer, hoping that'll like make the smell go away because I'm like, I can't, I can't wash them. Something's going to happen. Like the last time, like the first, not the first time, one of the times I wrapped, I washed my wraps, I sparred this girl and I ended up getting my nose deviated. Ooh. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not going to do that again. We're just going to use sanitizer spray.
0: Would it be considered washing if let's say you just were to leave it outside accidentally in the rain and it just, you know, the rain does its job. Would that be considered as washing? Would that?
1: Would- that is a clever idea. <laughs> I didn't think of that. Thank you.
0: Yes. Alex is useful. <laughs> <laughs> what current level are you at in boxing? I don't know if there are different levels, but how would you define your current status?
1: Oh, there are. I'm an amateur novice. So there's sub-novice, novice. novice. Oh my God, what's the next one? Um,
0: Straight to professional.
1: (laughs) Something like that.
0: Well, that's awesome. I love how there's different classes, different levels, and boxing has to do with size, weight, and you try to find an opponent in the same category. Like you wouldn't be fighting Shaq, for example, right? (laughs) No.
1: Only at my gym when I spar the guys. But in an actual fight, like you have your weight class and you have to even... It's so hard to find girls to fight to begin with and finding girls in my weight class is nearly impossible. But if you say you get to a bout and you weigh in like too much over or too much under, you're not going to fight. So they definitely make it so that it is fair. Yeah,
0: I can imagine it's nerve wracking, like going right before the scale. Like, OK, come on, come on. Be the right weight. I can also imagine if I were to do it, I'm like, oh my goodness, am I too heavy? Okay, let out all the air out of your or your lungs, all of it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like Alex, that's not gonna matter.
1: Yeah, people strip down to their underwear. They get naked, like just to make weight and everything. And like, I remember my dieting for Golden Gloves was ridiculous because I was like, I need to be on weight. I ended up weighing in a couple pounds under, but so did she, so it was okay. But yeah, the whole diet is crazy when it comes to like weighing in and everything and making sure you're on weight.
0: What goes into your regular diet, if you don't mind me asking?
1: I'm funny about that. Honestly, if I'm not like specifically training to have a bout, I'm not as picky about it. But a lot of eggs, so much eggs and sriracha, (laughs) so much eggs and sriracha on a raisin brand kick right now. Nice. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. So much fiber but just like normal stuff like chicken rice vegetables that kind of stuff but when training like for a fight like i'll make sure my calorie intake is lower and like sometimes you have to dehydrate and everything and it's not all that much fun honestly
0: well you know what? at least it's for that fight and then you get to but it does seem like you do know your balance and your levels like all right this is how much i want to eat this is what i need to do for the fight so And I I feel like that's something you learn throughout the years or the time you do it.
1: Exactly. And watching other people do it. Like we have pros in my gym. So watching them do it and get ready for fights, like you learn how to pick up tricks to do it and everything. And honestly, as soon as you weigh in, you can go eat whatever you want.
0: You were like right before the fight?
1: Exactly.
0: But I would imagine it's not ideal to eat like four Big Macs before a fight. No, it's not
1: great. (laughs) Definitely not great.
0: Did you ever actually take the time to learn the history of boxing? But since it's really important to showcase women in boxing, did you ever take the time to learn the history of women in boxing?
1: I'm not a history buff. Like I've watched older, like I've seen like Frazier Ali and things like that. And I've watched the older fights, but like I never really studied it. And I've seen like Layla Ali fight. She was like one of the, there were obviously women before her, but she was the first woman to headline the whole show. So she's really important to the women's history, but I'm not a history buff. I really should be though.
0: Well, you know what? You have time. History will be there. You'll have a lot of time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's not going anywhere. Yeah.
0: It's just building up. We're building more history. (laughs) Yep. And how often do you actually go boxing or training?
1: I try and go three to four times a week. So this week I've been, because our gym just opened up, so this week I've been three times already.
0: And okay, so within a week, what goes into your normal training routine? So let's say, for example, Mondays you focus on uh, footwork or you focus on agility. Do you have like a specific routine for every week?
1: Um, I do like routine. So I do have a little bit of a routine. So I'll get to the gym, do a little bit of cardio and stretching. And then shadow boxing. I know I should jump rope, but I never do because my ankles hurt. But I shadow box, I hit the bag, everything's for three rounds. So, three rounds of shadow boxing, three rounds of bag work. And then either I do mitts for three rounds or I spar for three rounds or I do both.
0: You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I would imagine you also have some equipment at home since your family is big into boxing, correct?
1: I do. I have a heavy bag in my basement, actually.
0: And you and your dad take turns like, all right, it's uh, five o'clock. It's my turn. No, no, dad, it's my turn. (laughs) And uh, this is more in relations to not necessarily history, but do you have any inspirations in the world of boxing? Like somebody you look up to, like, I love their style or I love their personality. I love how they tackle boxing.
1: I do, actually. So when I first started, Heather Hardy, she's a pro MMA and boxer she came to our gym gym to do a clinic. And then the one guy who comes to our gym, he has a house and he's friends with Heather's trainer. So Heather and her trainer came over to this guy's house and we all had a pool party. And me and her like hit it off. Like we became like instant friends. And so she trains out of Gleason's in Brooklyn and she invited me to come train with her. So I would take the bus into Port Authority and hop an Uber into Brooklyn and go train at like seven in the morning with her. And she's definitely an inspiration because I love her style and I love how like competitive she is and how like intense she is with it while also being like the nicest woman in the world. But, like, I would never want to fight her for real because she is a monster. (laughs) She's definitely an inspiration.
0: She's a kind monster.
1: She is. She's a very nice monster.
0: (laughs) I feel like if she's in a fight with you, she'll, like, try to give you pointers as she's beating you up. Like, boom, boom. All right, do this. Oh, God. Thank you. But, ah. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, do you prefer to be more casual or do you prefer competitions when it comes to boxing?
1: I like both. I haven't had a competition in a while because, like I said earlier, it's so hard to find girls especially in my weight class. So like, I really wanted to do diamond gloves this summer, but with COVID, obviously that didn't happen. So I'm hoping it gets like postponed. So I'll be able to do it in the fall or something. So like as much as I like just hanging out at my gym and sparring with my friends and everything, I want to compete again.
0: And yeah, it's kind of hard to do boxing over zoom.
1: Yes. My gym did do Zoom classes, but it's not quite the same.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like, you, it's, it's all about the actual environment as well that plays into it. If you're, well, you 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 have somewhat of a house that's a fit for boxing, but once again, being in a gym or being outside or being with people who are doing it is much more enjoyable because it's the community aspect.
1: Exactly.
0: And for you, what would you say is your strongest quality? Is it speed, strength, agility, technique, or taunting? I, I don't know if that's a <laughs> strength
1: <laughs> It's definitely power. I, my trainer Gary, he tells me I hit like a guy. He's like, You hit harder than most of the guys in this gym. I'm like, Thanks, Gary. But it's definitely strength because I grew up riding horses, actually. So, and I still have a horse. And you, to control a 1,200 pound animal, you have to have some sort of strength. So that carried over to my boxing career. So I always laugh and say I have man arms because like I'm just strong. So I definitely strength is my best quality with boxing, but I need to work on like my actual boxing instead of just relying on being strong.
0: Did I already say to remind myself to not piss you off? (laughs) You did. <laughs> okay, good. Just gotta say it every now and then, just to protect myself, because I have giant, lanky noodle arms. So you, you all definitely. And I'm six foot. Uh, I don't know how tall you are, but if uh, you're under six foot, you can just do an uppercut, and I just go flying. I'm like like, like one of those uh, carnival things. You just hit the bottom part, oh, and it goes no. flying. <laughs> also, I have horrible balance. So I'm I could be your dummy, and you'll 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 get some good practice. Two punch in, boom! I'm done.
1: <laughs> I promise I'll be nice. <laughs>
0: Just, just, uh, yeah, I was going to say like, just don't hit the face, but that's the biggest target. So <laughs> it
1: is honestly, I've only been TKO'd by a body shot. So those are way worse.
0: Speaking about uh, the TKOs and all that jazz, well, it's boxing is boxing, it's not jazz. Did you ever injure yourself while boxing? And it seems like a easy question to answer, but I mean, in other words, what are some common injuries you suffered and what was like some severe ones?
1: The things that have gone wrong so far is I said earlier, I had My septum got deviated. So, my nose actually won't bleed anymore if I get hit. So, that's pretty cool. So, that worked out well for me. But I was also sparring with the one pro in my gym and he gave me a concussion and that was pretty miserable. So, that happened. And then, like, I was sparring with this guy and I'm five foot eight and this guy was like six, two, six, three. And we were going super hard and I, like, made his nose and his lip bleed and everything. And he must have got frustrated. Because he hit me so hard in the liver that my legs literally just gave out and I just rolled onto my back. Yeah, that was pretty miserable. My trainer like ripped off my like headgear, and my mouth guard and my gloves. And I'm like, I don't want to cry. He's like, you're fine. You're fine. Get up. I was like, I don't think I can.
0: <laughs> uh, this is my new bed now. I'm going to sleep here for a little I bit.
1: <laughs> I live here now. Yeah,
0: just, just bring me the food and the drinks and then I'll, I'll make a little habitat from here
1: exactly that's pretty much what it was like
0: box around me
1: (laughs) exactly
0: (laughs) and what was your biggest challenge when you first started boxing
1: cardio I hate cardio I can't really skip rope because like you're supposed to like jump rope for three rounds to warm up but I can't really do that because I like get horrible shin splints and my ankle locks up and like I just can't do it so Then I'm supposed to run, but I hate running. So I would rather jump rope, but it just hurts. So I can't really do that. So like I'll jog for a mile and do that kind of stuff. But like cardio is definitely the worst, but you need good cardio. Like you can't do three rounds of sparring if you can't hang in there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Did you, do you ever do cycling as well or no?
1: We do have a bike at the gym. I will use it on occasion, but normally somebody's on it. We do have an elliptical and I'll use that. And that helps a lot more.
0: Any what kind of way that helps you with your endurance and helps with your agility and stuff like that. And it seems like, you know, you know what you want to do and what you want to achieve and you know how to get to it.
1: Yeah, I would like to think so at least.
0: Now there's a question I missed. It's not the perfect placement for questions, but uh, speaking about equipment, gloves, gloves can mean so much for an individual. They can have it customized and stuff like that, or even named. So do you have customized gloves? And if not, what would you do to customize a glove? Like what would you put on it?
1: I don't have customized gloves, but I have customized shorts. Ooh! I know I'm pretty fancy, right? With gloves, though, I don't know what I would do. I really want white gloves. Mine are black, but actually I need new gloves. Thank you for reminding me because (laughs) I just I literally just like destroyed the padding in mine and like punched out the padding. So, yeah, it's awful. So now every time I do mitts, I throw a punch and it's just like, oh, that's my knuckles.
0: Yeah, you don't need those, right? Yeah, that's... No, no, no yeah, they're, they're overrated. yeah, yeah. yeah. You, have, you have one on the other hand.
1: <laughs> exactly. It's all fine. No, No need to worry about this.
0: So you did say you have customized shorts. What are the shorts design?
1: They are blue and white. They have a Scottish flag on them and my last name across the back.
0: And they must look so cool.
1: They're pretty cool.
0: Have you had them for a while or they're fairly new?
1: I got them after Golden Gloves and then haven't been able to find a fight since so I haven't gotten to wear them yet. So I'm really looking forward to like when Diamond Gloves happen so I can wear them.
0: It's because people are intimidated by your shorts. You're just that powerful. They just bring that extra (laughs) oomph.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Too cool for the room.
0: And what is your current biggest challenge when it comes to boxing?
1: It's probably my footwork. Cause I just like plant myself and want to throw hard, but that's silly. I need to work on my angles and getting in and getting out, keeping distances, like the proper distance between me and an opponent and not just like, I like to stand like right in there and just like throw, but you have to actually box and have that technique where you can get in and out and move around a person like my other trainer, Billy, the other day we were doing mitts. And he would have me throw a jab across and then step in and around him and then throw across. So just to work on that footwork to get around an opponent, because it's a big thing to be able to create a new angle where the person won't anticipate you to be, because that leaves them open. So I need to work on that.
0: People who are listening right now, Jessica is actually doing some footwork exercise as we speak. (laughs) (laughs)
1: exactly always working on it
0: even when she's sleeping and in the shower shower actually don't do it in the shower you might slip
1: (laughs) oh yeah i need my life alert
0: for that you fall and you can't get up did you have it on when you fell onto the stage and you're on the stage but the ring you're like oh no okay leave me here just bring my life alert
1: (laughs) yep I've had that happen.
0: Uh, Has boxing ever stressed you out? In in other words, let's say a punch was not landing or you weren't able to do a certain move set or something was just not going right. If so, what do you tend to do to de-stress?
1: That definitely has happened where like, I'll be sparring or like getting ready to spar and like, I'll be like all hyped up and then I get in there and things aren't going the way I want them to or like the way I planned out how I wanted it to go. And then I'll like, get angry because at myself that I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. And then that's a horrible thing. With boxing, you you can't get emotional because you get sloppy. So it's just like you have to like take deep breaths and slow your roll and be like, no, this is fine. So yeah, gotta stay calm,
0: calm and collected. Yes. And this is another very important question. I love this question in every single episode. What are some misconceptions about people who do boxing? So it can be related to boxing, or you can even talk about, let's say, women in boxing.
1: Oh, here's a fun one. What was it? I was at work. I started a new job. And the one guy there, this older gentleman, goes, oh, what do you do for fun, blah, blah, I was like, oh, I'm an amateur boxer. I won golden gloves, blah, blah, blah. And he looks at me, he goes, you'll never get a man like that. They'll be too intimidated by you. What? I was like, excuse me? Like, no, that's not how this works.
0: Was he intimidated by you? Was it...
1: He must have been because who says that?
0: Well, you know what? He's not a right guy for anybody then. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Well, no, that's, that's stupid.
1: Yep. Strong women are scary, apparently.
0: What? No, I found them awesome why would they be scared Thank you. yeah like somebody like yo you can knock me out anybody who can knock me out that sounds weird saying that anybody who could knock me out i find amazing that's making myself a target <laughs> i find everybody amazing but yeah i have nothing against strong women it's cool this is why we have you here you're breaking down barriers for people listening and if that guy is listening right now bob i don't know what your his name is but bob <laughs> jessica is not here to take your We'll swear your shit. Jessica won't take it. <laughs> and uh, what has boxing taught you in life?
1: It's definitely taught me to keep my emotions in check and not be like overly emotional and be like stay calmer and like think things through and not like just jump to a conclusion or something like actually sit and think and figure it out as opposed to letting your emotions run wild.
0: Yeah, I can imagine how like it helped you read the room, read the situation.
1: Yeah, that's for sure.
0: And do you have any word of advice for anybody who might be interested in this hobby?
1: You should do it, especially women. Get into it. It's so much fun. It's so empowering. And it's just the greatest knowing that like you're strong and capable. Like it's I've never been to a boxing gym where like every where anybody was like a tough guy and like want to knock people out or anything like everyone loves each other everyone gets along you get people from all walks of life all ages and it's just like a wonderful community and you should just give it a shot like if you have even like a passing interest in it find a boxing gym and go take a lesson or something
0: yeah, yeah absolutely and even start like punching i was gonna say punch a tree don't don't that's weird if you want to start off at home practice footwork watch some youtube videos and start some footwork exactly. so you can work on the mobility and then talk to wonderful people like jessica
1: exactly
0: for girls and women out there it's a welcoming sport just don't let the stereotypes and the misconceptions like it's only a men's sports be sports oh yeah it's not exactly boxing is much definitely not yeah like boxing is a lot more than just brute force there's agility there's speed there's technique there's all these things and like jessica she's powerful so she just broke down that barrier once again remind me not to piss you off third time i say it (laughs) i I don't want to piss off anybody who can kick my ass
1: (laughs) no not generally a good idea
0: yeah yeah rule of thumb (laughs) and do you have any let's say um for people who are who are interested in picking up boxing do you have any websites you recommend for them to go check out to learn more
1: honestly youtube is a great tool for everything like you can find professionals like giving lessons and pointers and showing you how to do things. And you can find anything on there that you want to see. And if you want to watch fights, there's DZone. Dizone is a great streaming app that you can watch fights if you're interested in just watching as opposed to doing.
0: Well perfect. I'll put that down below and just to tie in all those interweb magical websites. Do you, Jessica, have any social media links, websites, projects, or anything else like that? I know I've asked this at the beginning of the episode, but we're bringing it back. We're bringing it back. I can't even say that word. We are bringing it back again. There we go. So people can get a fresh reminder.
1: I have a bunch of boxing clips on my Instagram. And then like my gym has a website, Old Dog Boxing. I think it's .com. I can't remember off the top of my head, honestly. But they also have things on their website. That's really interesting.
0: Well, that's perfect. I'll put all those down below so people can go check it out, show some love, watch your journey, maybe contact you and say, hey, I heard this episode where you're going to beat up this guy named Alex. (laughs) It's like, yeah, yeah, I know that guy. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, So yeah, I'll put all that down below so people can go check it out and show some love. And now for the last question. Do you have any questions for me about boxing? Oh, dear. Yeah, I put you on the spot.
1: (laughs) You did put me on the spot. I don't know. Um, Do you follow boxing at
0: all? I don't actually follow many sports on TV. I I prefer going there live, but I haven't been to a boxing match.
1: Oh my God, you have to go. It is so much fun. Amateur bouts are a lot of fun to watch because the crowd gets really into it. But I've been to like a bunch of pro boxing fights and there's nothing like the energy in the room because like it was funny i took my boyfriend to one in atlantic city he's like i never thought i'd be cheering for people to hit each other <laughs> i was like no it's generally not what people do but this is where we're at
0: well it's interesting you say that because i had a friend i interviewed on this podcast like episode 11 i believe about muay thai and i went to one of his muay thai fights and I'm like oh my goodness this is intense yeah and i was cheering on like i saw him fight, I'm like yeah yeah, go go! And like like <laughs> you were saying, you don't usually cheer for people to punch each other, but like here's like is an organized fight. And you're like, yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> so it's fine in that case.
0: And it was also done in a like a war museum, where like there was a ring, so there was tanks around, so it was kind of a weird setting, but it was like kind That's of cool.
1: So neat.
0: There's like planes, like World War II planes hanging above, so it was kind of like cool, weird, and it was like an interesting experience. I loved it.
1: That would be so much fun. I'm a little jealous. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs>
0: Well, if you are ever in Ottawa, you know, in Ontario, Canada, and there's that fight again, uh, we'll we'll go together.
1: Sounds like a good plan. I like this idea.
0: Perfect. We're going to write this down. We're going to have some travel plans. Uh, We'll have our agents (laughs) and stuff like that organize the details. (laughs) Exactly. So uh, there you have it. Another body with a hobby. Thank you so much, Jessica, for coming on and just teaching the world more about boxing and breaking down barriers and saying it's a sport for anybody and everybody.
1: Exactly. Thank you for having me.
0: If you guys want to learn more about Jessica, you should go check her out. I'll put her Instagram down below and the website she mentioned before so you guys can go see that and show some love. If you'd like to be on this podcast or have any questions at all, you can send me an email at timefoyourhobby at gmail.com. And of course, if you like the podcast and you like the host somewhat, maybe a little bit, uh, you can leave a review. Reviews are always good. It can be bad or good, you know, positive, negative. It helps me grow. And if you want to show some more support, I sell merchandise on Redbubble with the Time for Your Hobby logo on things you absolutely do not need. So yeah, there's that there. And I also (laughs) have a Patreon, which is again, just optional. It won't stop me from making new episodes, but it's there if you want to show some support. So, but you know what you do have to do? You do have to go show Jessica some support. That is the law of time for your hobby. (laughs) So once again, thank you so much, Jessica. Oh, thank you. So until the next episode, make some time for your hobby. Take care.